Welcome to Finding Holiness, where we delve into timeless Torah wisdom, revealing the sacred in everyday moments. Join us on a journey to elevate your spirituality and discover holiness in every aspect of life. I'm your host, Rabbi David Kadosh, and together, let's embark on a path of spiritual exploration. I hope you enjoy this next episode. Uh, we're carrying on cloud number three, Halacha Gimel. Just a couple short halachot today, not much time. Ure od et godel isu lashonara. Take note further as the severity of lashonara. Shafiru enome daber mitochasina. Even if Reuven does not speak out of spite to Shimon, velonit kaven beasipur laganoto, and he has no intention to disparage Shimon with the account. Rak amaro derech schok vederech kalutros. He's making some remarks in a joking way, lighthearted. All the same, since the remarks are in fact demeaning, it's still prohibited uh, from the Torah. Uh, the note here is important. Uh, one may have thought that the subject of Lashon Aras forgives the speaker when the Lashon Aras was said in jest and not in spite, and the Hafez Chaim is stressing that that's not the case. Alternatively, disparaging another Jew is forbidden even when the negative remarks will not harm the subject of the Lashon Aras in any way. Such comments are prohibited, nevertheless, on account of the corruption of the speaker's character. One may have thought that in such cases, if the speaker spoke in jest and not out of spite, disparaging comments should not be lashonara, inasmuch as they are not harmful and not generated by uh, hatred. Chavetz Chaim teaches that this is untrue. A common example of lashonara spoken in jest is highlighting another person's flaws during a Purim activity, or a camp skit, or a family simcha. He violates the Torah prohibition against speaking Lashon Hara, even though the presentation is meant to be a joke and not offensive. Uh, indeed, Yechavedat strongly condemns those who ridicule their teachers, uh, or their Rabbanim, or Morot Ampurim, asserting that they undoubtedly are committing a very severe prohibition and their sin is too great to bear. I looked up that Yechavedat at Rabbi Yosef. Um, although the Ramah rules that one who damages another person on Purim is not liable, he refers only to one who inflicts harm unintentionally. Degrading another person intentionally is certainly forbidden, and one who does so, even on Purim, is held accountable. Furthermore, if the subject of the ridicule is a Tamit Chacham, one may not mock him, even if he informs the speakers slash performers in advance that he does not mind. For although a Tamit Chacham is authorized to forgo his honor, he cannot forgo his disgrace. As written in Scenario here, uh, scenario C, at their 15th high school reunion, a group of women reminisce about their strict ninth grade gym teacher, calling her a drill sergeant and mimicking her mannerisms. Although their goal is only to share a laugh, the words are derisive and therefore, Lashonara. Okay. One more halacha. Isur Sipur Lashonara, who. Still, yeah. Isur Sipur Lashon Hara, who the prohibition Lashon Hara, Afilu Im En Mevaer Baeta Sipur, even if while relating the negative report, the speaker does not identify the party whom he is speaking. Rakhu Mesaper Stam, he's just speaking in general terms. You hear that a lot. Umitoch Inyana Sipur, Nishma La Shomea, Al Eze Ish Kivena Mesaperazi. But by the way, saying the story or the context, what's going on, the person listening is able to figure out who he's talking about. 
ובכלל לשון הרע הוא this is considered לשון הרע ויותר מזה more than that שאפילו אם בדברי סיפורו לא היה שום עניין גנאי כלל even if the speaker's remarks didn't contain any disparaging information רק על ידי דבריו נסבב רעה הוגנות החברו but his remarks incidentally caused שמעון some type of damage והמספר הזה נתכוון לזה ברמאותו which is what the speaker had cunningly planned גם זה בכלל לשון הרע, this is included in uh, לשון הרע. So the, uh, the scenario here at the bottom, the secretary for a flooring company is confronted one day by an irate client whose shipment arrived damaged. That evening the secretary tells her husband about the earful of abuse to which she was subjected, referring to the client without naming him. If the husband is able to discern from the story the identity of the client, she has spoken, often, we, uh, we, we were guilty of this, right? I'm, I'm not saying names, I'm not saying names, and sometimes we even, we even force the Lashon I go, but, but you can figure out who I'm talking about, right? There you're actually admitting, okay, to, to the crime, right? It's like, like, you're not even giving a chance to the guy to figure it out, even if he figures it out, but you're actually already warning him that he's probably going to figure out Alachad kama ve kama, that's uh, that's Lashon Hara. Okay, we'll continue Bezat Hashem next week.